Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce my special guest. She is one tough lady to get a hold of. I've been reaching out to her since 2015. And if you follow me, you know I can be pretty persistent and not uh, give up easily. So I'm so excited to have the one and only Kiala Marvici. She is a global color artist, an amazing colorist, and the creator of the hand-pressed color technique. Welcome, Kiala. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I am so excited. You are so, so busy. You're, you've been traveling. You're so hard to pin down, and I'm so appreciative that you're taking this time. I have been obsessed with your hand press technique since you hit all of those magazines back in, I think you said it was 2015, that it all just happened. Um, I consider myself a really talented colorist, but I don't consider myself an innovator. You know, I am addicted to education. I run around the country and all over Europe watching other people and and seeing what they come up with and then practicing it and then sharing it with other people and paying it forward. But I've never locked myself in a studio and said, what could I do differently with hair color? So I just am so um, impressed with how you even came up with this whole idea. And I can't wait for you to share it with the listeners, you know, where did it come from? How did the idea pop into your head? And you've evolved it. And initially, I think it was more of an avant-garde. It was when the vivid started to get popular. So for me, it wasn't something I could use in the salon because I didn't do that kind of work. But I also see that you've adapted it to all color, which I love. So tell tell me more. Tell me all about it. Yes. So uh, obviously, you know, we um, look at ideas or we look at applications and we think, you know, how can I do this faster, but maintain the quality? And um, so when it comes to innovation, it's really about finding new ways to do something without reducing the quality of it. And um, I happen to be in South Carolina, South Carolina, doing a show. And I wanted to create this pearlescent mother of pearl look on one of my models. And to do that, you really need to take the time to blend the colors on the foil using multiple brushes, using multiple bowls. And so it was at that show that I said, there has to be a better way to do this. There has to be a faster way to blend these colors together. Um, it took me much longer than I had expected um, on the model. Of course she had, you know, waist length hair <laughs> <laughs> as usual. And so, um, you know, as I was going through the process, my mind was just going and going and going. I was thinking, how can I do this differently? So, um, you know, anyway, the hair came out beautiful. It it came out as I expected. However, the approach is something that just didn't sit right with me. And I thought, how can I teach this as an educator to other colorists and expect them to get the results, you know, uh, maintaining manufacturer's instructions and timing and all of that, I can't teach this. 
I can't teach this technique because it's not, it's not reality in the salon. And so when I flew back to New York, it just kept, you know, rolling around in my mind, like there has to be a better way. It has to be a faster way to do this. Um, and so I started thinking about how colors melt together, the approach that we take. And I started thinking like, well, I wish there was a way that I could just create the design and then just press it, you know, press it into the hair. And so that started the process. And of course, after about three or four trips to Home Depot and lots of different types of tools, I you know, I started thinking about different um, applications in, in painting and in art and, you know, how do they go about melting these colors together? And, and you know, I, I don't know if it was something that just clicked overnight or if it was the process of invention. When you start the process of invention, you always start with one idea. You have a vision and you have, you have, you know what you want to create. You just don't know how you're going to get there. And so the process was really process of elimination, like what works, what doesn't work, using different types of um, backings instead of foil using, you know, I think I had different, all, every kind of plastic you can imagine. I had paint rollers, I had sponges, I had, you know, brushes. When I realized that in order to transfer these colors to the hair, you can't disturb them too much. So using a, a hair color brush with bristles is, would drag the color. So what I wanted to do was be able to create the color that I wanna see on the hair and then be able to transfer it to the hair. So I started looking at a lot of different art forms and um, the, the method that they use to, to make t-shirts and fabrics, screen printing. That's when it clicked with me and I thought, I need to press it onto the hair. I need to transfer it from one surface to the hair without disturbing the pattern. And so I started using all types of paddles and uh, paint tools to, to you know, play around with it. I was in California teaching a class and I think it was after class or during break or something. I was just kind of playing around with the technique and I got it, it came to me. I was using a Redken uh, foil board, which is about three and a half inches, I believe. And I realized that, you know, if I wanted to really see the effect on a grander scale, I needed a larger board to do it. And so back to Home Depot, I went. In fact, I was in San Jose <laughs> and went back to Home Depot and got some, uh, purchased some larger pieces of plexiglass. And so it was, you know, there in San Jose that I, that I was like, this is how I'm going to do it. And so from that point, you know, it's really about perfecting it. Is it usable? Is it teachable? What types of hair color can we use? And um, so, yeah, that, that began the process. And I think the most important thing to understand is that hand-pressed color is not a technique. It's, it's a method of application, just like foiling is just, you know, like any other application. It's, an, it's a method of application. So the technique is what you choose to create on the, on the glass itself. I love that because you were so far ahead of your time when you were doing this technique. 
I believe, to, to my knowledge, um, melting was not happening yet, where people were taking one, one color at zone one, another at zone two, and another at zone three, and you know, working them with their fingers and blending them. I don't think that was happening yet. So imagine that this technique for that is, you know, this is useful for that as well. Yes. And, you know, it it couldn't have happened, this idea to evolve um, at a, you know, at a more perfect time because Vivids were just starting to really hit the market, um, you know, from the street to now more consumer, more commercial. And um, at that point, most of the Vivids were solid. And so people were starting to create some um, root extensions, some, you know, deeper bases uh, and starting to play around with, with the colors in that manner. Um, and, you know, then I think that the melting and the using of multiple colors and that whole holographic and the whole um, unicorn hair evolved, you know, after hand press color came out However, the method of application for that was, you know, taking again, foils, one color, taking another color, then using another brush and blending it in. So hand press color came in at a time where, you know, first off we were given permission to be creative, which was awesome. And, you know, to be able to have vibrant colors like that, unicorn colors and holographic colors become so consumer based was uh, really unique and it really gave hand press color a lot of success during that time. So were, was, you know, were people melting colors together? I think they were all doing kind of what I was doing and trying to figure out what's the best way to do this. Um, so it did come, you know, right, be, right before that whole movement um, of melting the colors together. Now has your, your teaching method for this technique shifted recently compared to when you started out as far as doing more commercial work that's user-friendly for the average salon guest versus the holographic and the vivid client? Yes, absolutely. In fact, um, you know, we, what I always teach in the classes is, you know, I can give you the tools and the application method, but I can't tell you what to create. The only thing that is going to take it from being, say, you know, more avant-garde to more natural are the choices of colors that you choose, the way that you arrange them on the glass. So it is really unique to each individual artist and, and what they choose to create with it. So, you know, I would always say to people, I can't tell you what to create, but I can give you the tools to do it. And speaking of the tools, is that something that your technique has evolved into? Do you provide all of the necessary tools? Is that part of your business model now where people get everything right from you? Uh, Yes. So they can uh, actually just purchase direct right from me. I I recently just sent some out to Italy um, and, you know, it's, it's very casual. (laughs) Uh, They can order directly you know, from me, um, that would be the hand press color kit, which includes the glass and the paddle. Um, I did have plans to, you know, create a, a, a line of brushes. You know, that's something that I'm not going to dismiss, but it is on the back burner for now. Um, so hopefully in the future, I'll be able to expand the line of tools uh, moving forward. But uh, they do get everything that they need and I do coach them along as well. So, um, you know, uh, I will, spend some time via email, tell them exactly 
what types of brushes work best, give them any tips, you know, on best practices for hand press color, and just really make sure that they have success in using the tools. Um, like anything that is new and maybe uncomfortable at first or different, if, you know, they don't, if I don't set them up for success and they don't have success in using the tools, then they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth, you know? So, so I, you know, I just really want every individual person that is trying hand pressed color that's purchasing a kit to really have success and understand all the ins and outs and all the tips on how to do it, because it is really a simple technique. It's a very easy, you know, to, to, to use the tools. Um, you can create balayage, you can create ombre, you can change the colors, you can use lightener, you can use semi-permanent, you know, it's uh, the, the, the law of color still applies. So it doesn't change the law of color, it changes the way that you apply it. That's so cool. I need that in my life. I, I really <laughs> thought that uh, you had no business even buying those tools without having an actual class with you. Does the toolkit come with a virtual version of the class or is there um, a manual? It, it, it can, it can. Um, they retail for $60. Um, and that would include, you know, my email with you, <laughs> which gives you all the, you know, hot tips and tricks. Um, however, I do have a class online that I have been obviously since the pandemic and we can't go out and teach. Um, I have been doing Zoom um, online hands-on, which is really fun. It took a minute to figure out how am I going to do this hands-on back and forth because it really is a see-do, see-do. Mm -hmm. It's a progressive class, which means that it starts out with all the basics. And then as we go through the class, then we begin to get a little more uh, creative with the applications. And so, you know, the Zoom class is perfect for anybody that is interested in, you know, purchasing a kit, but also wants to make sure that they have success and that they feel comfortable going into the salon and doing this on their guests. I love that. And I would absolutely love to have you. I do an annual retreat with my Hair Color Secrets Insider members, and I would love to have you come and do a demo there, um, sharing that technique, if that's something that you would be up for. We'll, yes. we'll do it in, in the winter, get you out of New York in the winter and come to Are Florida. you in California? Florida. Oh, that's good. So it's a quick flight and nice sunny weather. My, uh, we were supposed to have it this my month. My boyfriend just smiled at me because it's freezing here. <laughs> I know. I've heard. I've heard the uh, snow is is uh, crazy right now, but I don't miss that at all. But I do miss in-person events. I love teaching virtually. I love that you and I can chat. I'm in Florida, you're in New York and you still yeah. feel connected. We get to see each other. And I yeah. love that you're able to do your technique through Zoom rather than just halt everything because of COVID. Um, but there's something about the energy of an in-person retreat where everyone gets together and they're so relaxed and they're so open to new exciting information. So I would love to definitely make that happen. Definitely. And I love that you've kept with it. You know, when, when you and I first jumped on here and you said, oh my gosh, I was so overwhelmed with all the press and yeah. all the attention, everything happened so fast. And that is typical for any new innovative thing that once one magazine gets a hold of it, then they're like, oh, wait, we want to talk about it. And then sure. you get everybody's at you at once and then you can't possibly keep up. And then you have this lull and right. you didn't give up. You didn't let it go. You kept going. And I love that. Yeah. 
It's such so a cool thing. It's interesting because um, in our industry, uh, a lot of you know big big companies, Redken, L'Oreal, Schwarzkopf, Wella, they will put out you know their trends for you know spring and summer fall and winter then you know the uh, artists will go take trainings and learn the new trends and then they go back to their salon and the because it's within our industry the the clients don't necessarily know what the new trends are and it's really you know up to us to share hey these are the new looks for from put out by redkin or put out by you know whatever company um and you kind of have to if I'm transparent, you really kind of have to sell it to them because they haven't seen it yet. And what makes hand press color unique and different and what brought all this press on is it kind of went the opposite direction. Um, it it kind of went through the consumer, to the consumer first via press. And then I had all these hairstylists calling me saying, our customers are coming in asking about what is this hand press color? We don't know how to do it. So it kind of went the opposite direction. And so now you have like this kind of supply and demand uh, issue, you know, a lot of people asking for it, seeing it in magazines, seeing it on, you know, today's show or wherever it was. And, and the, you know, the multiple interviews and, and, just went through all the press around the world. So now you have all these people contacting, saying, we need to learn this because our customers are coming in and asking for it. Uh, so it was quite a challenge when it first launched to uh, accommodate, hurry up and get my patents in place. That was another thing, you know. That's um, a huge project in itself. I used to hand cut these boards myself, like, literally and burn, burn the edges. So they wouldn't stain. So they were soft, you know, with like a torch <laughs> and then the demand, um, increased so much that I had to, you know, um, contact a, a supplier that could actually laser cut them for me. And I wanted them to be really perfect. I wanted them to be consistent. And so that's when production really went into, you know, full force. And, you know, I had, um, you know, Redken Russia, Redken Germany, ordering crates, crates full, cratefuls of them. So, um, you know, it, it was a, it was quite a bit. And then I had to, of course, everybody wanted to learn it, but there's only one me. <laughs> so I had to try to train a team, work all those details out. So it was a lot, it was overwhelming. Um, and then, like you said, it kind of, you know, slowed down a little, um, but I, um, I resigned from Redken um, in November. I went to Spain and did a, a show and I presented it there as well. And uh, then when I came back, I resigned from Redken. Um, and I really did that just so I could kind of open myself up to be more uh, independent. Um, I had an amazing career with Redken, 22 years, um, you know, they have been such a, a great impact on my career and I'm so grateful to them uh, for being a part of my life, uh, for being a part of my career, for taking me places I, I probably never would have seen or imagined. And, and so, you know, I'm forever grateful to them. Uh, but when I resigned, then, you know, I really wanted to be able to open myself up to all salons and all colorists not just, you know, Redken salons. I wanted to be able to open myself up to go teach and, and use any color if they were using a particular color. 
Um, and so, you know, I, I went uh, on the road, did some trade shows and, and that was good. Um, started going out and um, doing the hand press color classes on my own and uh, really, you know, also developing my own style of education as well, um, which, you know, I had done in partner with Redken over the years, but I really had the opportunity now to make it my own education. And that was really fun and uh, challenging at the same time. Um, and so, yeah, that has pretty much been, I went, I've, I flew to Germany, um, did that, you know, and uh, trained a team out there. That was really fun. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been a ride for sure, <laughs> but, um, then COVID hit. <laughs> and so now, you know, um, it's, it's also been fun. I did, I did, a, a some international classes, which was interesting because of not only doing the, I, it's a three hour hands-on workshop, uh, back and forth, see, do, see, do. We both have mannequins and we go through each step and, and we take breaks to rinse and it's, it's, it's actually very fun. Um, but I had one uh, class this past summer that was in Paris and I needed a translator. So that was interesting. So not only teaching the class, you know, via Zoom, but also then having translation as well. So um, if anybody, you know, has a question about that, I have translators that I work with. So, you know, it's never an issue regardless of the language that they speak. So. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like with, with being in the virtual world now, there's platforms where I can host my classes and there's a list of 20 different languages that it can get interpreted to. Cause I've had people reach out and say, do you have your classes in Spanish? And I'm like, wow, right. great question. I would never even think of that, but people need education no matter what language they speak. And the, the internet has made the world so much smaller um, it's crazy how you can connect. Like I have so many colorists that I'm in touch with in Australia and Ireland yes. and Poland. And just from doing virtual education, people find you through this, through this podcast. I've had people find me through YouTube. Sure. Uh, it's amazing. And I love that you brought up your, your relationship with Redken, because I know you were a colorist, uh, an educator, huge um, presence in the Redken world and for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I love that you stated the difference between the two because often, you know, a friend of mine just reached out to me and he said, haven't you ever reached out to a manufacturer to be sponsored? And I said, honestly, I would not, not visit it. But from sure. my experience, exactly what you said, I love being able to educate anyone and not just one particular brand. I love Redken. I talk about Shades EQ all the time and sure. I'll have a student reach out and say, I don't think I'm going to do your membership because I don't use Redken. They think that right. I work for Redken. And I'm like, I don't work for Redken. I just love Shades EQ. I also love Well A Color Touch. I also sure. love, exactly. you know, different brands of different things. So um, I love that now... You know, you, you have all of that relationship and, and you had a great time doing that. But right now is a time like no other where you can do anything and be anything. You're unstoppable because of the technology that we have. You know, Absolutely. Tony Robbins is doing his weekend retreats in Zoomzilla rooms with a bunch of computer screens and he has, right. you know, 80,000 people attending. I've always wanted to do one of his workshops. So Minus the walking on hot coals, you can pretty right much there. do <laughs> everything that you would normally do in his workshop 
from your home. It's amazing. But I yeah. hope it doesn't get to the point where people don't leave their house because I think we're starting to get there where people are like, ah, let's just have Zoom coffee. I don't feel like putting makeup on and leaving the house. So I don't want it to get to that point either. I think we need right. that human connection for sure. But oh, I feel like we're sure. blessed to have had something in the interim to get us through. Yeah, absolutely. And it, especially in our industry, you know, we're very we're very uh, emotional, creative people. And, and so that connection is really, I think, a pivotal part of how we learn um, both as, you know, and how we teach uh, to incorporate environment, to incorporate, you know, music and all of those things that really enhance the learning experience. And um, so I do hope that we can, you know, find a solution to the challenges that we face in our industry when it comes to live events. Um, you know, if they can start to open up the, the football fields and the baseball fields, I'm sure they can figure out how to get a group in, you know, uh, a public place to, to learn. And, you know, um, I know I do see some companies out there that are still teaching classes in their academies. They're doing social distancing. They're doing, you know, all the, the standards, you know, according to the CDC. So, um, I, you know, I think it's, it's definitely possible. Um, I actually am, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be specific about who, because, you know, uh, we're still doing some planning, but, um, uh, I just, uh, been back and forth with a company out of the UK. We're going to plan to do one show in the summertime in New York, and then uh, I'll go to the UK and we'll do another event in October. So, and they, they've been actually doing classes in their academy and they are um, using social distancing and practicing. So I think it's possible, you know, maybe a hands-on, you know, live event uh, would become, you know, something of more value at that point, you know, to be able to come and, and experience all the environment that comes along with the learning. Absolutely. I often will share that the biggest aha moments of my career as a colorist have come from a conversation in line for coffee at the event or in right. line for lunch <laughs> at the event with another colorist that yeah. may not be the person presenting on stage, but you know, we'll have a conversation about a certain situation and they'll shed light on something that's like been right in front of my face that I didn't even think about. And I'm actually doing an event this month with um, Beth Minardi actually next week where we're, um, we're getting together hairdressers from all over in a Zoom colorful conversation chat, but we're going to put people into small breakout rooms oh, and have, you know, inspiring prompt questions where people can share how they're feeling, you know, checking in with people because we're so disconnected because we miss working with other people and being in community. Um, we felt like that's something that really needed to happen. So I'm hoping to do, have this be the first of many, um, so I, I'm definitely signing up for your virtual class hundred <laughs> percent. As soon as we hang up, I'm getting that link. Yeah. Um, if you want to share with me how people can also yeah. sign up for that, um, uh, we can share my, it here and I can put it in the show notes for you. Sure. Uh, the, like I said, I'm a one woman show. Um, so I don't have a team, you know, behind me at the moment yet, uh, <laughs> yet. Um, and, uh, I have also been working with a new line that's launching a new color line, um, your color, 
Uh, they're uh, out of my area, New York City area. Um, and I've been working with their color over the past year. Um, I know that in, I also want to collaborate with them to do some events moving forward. Um, so, you know, I have um, starting to build a larger network, which would offer people more opportunities to learn the technique. But for now, uh, my suggestion would be for them to contact me directly on Instagram or Facebook. And it's just my name, C-H-I-A-L-A-M-A-R-V-I-C-I. They can uh, contact me directly on via DM, direct message, and I will respond with all the details, the process. Uh, it's, you know, usually I'll have them book their class because they're going to need time to prepare. That's important. Um, I give a complete list of everything that they're going to need for the class. Then about a week before the class, we'll do a test Zoom or, you know, within the week before. So it could be a week before or a few days before, but we'll do a test Zoom, make sure we're good to go. And um, and so all the details are in my, my um pamphlet per se. It's an online, you know, it's an online guide. Uh, so to really set them up for success so that, you know, it's all learning. We don't have any glitches. We don't have any technical difficulties. <laughs> and if they need translation, I'm, I have time to arrange that. So usually they book it. It's about three weeks out and they nice. can just contact me directly on uh, social media. I'm on there pretty much 24 <laughs> seven. So. Yeah, it's it's the way of our life now, right? I find myself if I'm watching something on television and the person in the movie or the sitcom picks up their phone, I reach for my phone. It's like an automatic reaction. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a teenager. When did this happen? It's, it's like actually, if you don't pick it every 30 seconds, you feel like you're messing something. It's crazy. Yeah, it's actually refreshing sometimes just to turn your phone off for a few hours and uh, take a break, kind of look around. That mm -hmm. life. <laughs> absolutely. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure and I'm so excited to take your class and to share it with others. I hope that the listeners will reach out to you and sign up for this amazing fun technique because you know how it can be with foiling, foiling, foiling for 20 straight years. It's how many different directions can you place a foil? And yeah. then it was balayage, paint, 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 paint. How many ways can you paint a piece of hair? So this right. is something completely unique and just so, looks so fun. Just watching you do that in your videos on Instagram is like hair porn. Just watching you smash those colors together is so fun and so creative. So you know, it's, it's interesting because at the end of the, every class, you know, when I, we do a debrief, I always kind of, you know, go back just to make sure that they're good, you know, that they're good when they go into the salon. And uh, I encourage them to, you know, practice a few times on a mannequin before they get their best friend in there or sister or whoever they want to start first. Uh, but, you know, the, at the end of the day, the, the number one, um, comment or feedback that I get is they just had so much fun. And with, you know, all the, for years, we did all these standardized testing and the, you know, certifications and everything. So, you know, I think it's, it's refreshing every now and then to say, wow, I'm the artist. I get to create because, you know, we color the way that we feel. Mm. And um, I think that that 
in art, it's a unique opportunity for us to express our style, our personal style and our personal creativity. And so at the end of the day, they just say, you know, it was just so much fun. I had so much fun. So, you know, that makes me happy because we should be having fun. Absolutely. I love, I love that you're bringing the art back into hair color and it's not so mechanical and structured. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. And I hope all of you listeners will get in touch with Kiala and um, check out this technique and absolutely check out her hair porn on her, on her social media. Watch that technique. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Elaine, for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.